Hello, and welcome to episode two of my podcast, and that's my two cents. I'm Catherine Tresky, and today I'm going to talk about New Year's resolutions and the ones I've made. If I broke any already, I know we're only um, just over two weeks in, and uh, whether I think people should spend time even making them. Um, so I want to be clear, everything I say in this episode is just based on my personal experience and I'm not an expert by any means on New Year's resolutions. So this is just my opinion and my input, you know, my two cents basically on the topic. So I think a good place to start would be by mentioning that, like, I think most of, most of us can guess that two of the most common New Year's resolutions would be to lose weight, and to get more uh, organized. So I say this because I do notice, um, and I'm sure others do too, that every single year, immediately following Christmas, and I mean like literally the very next day, um, I'm watching TV and I'll see like multiple commercials for all different weight loss companies. So, you know, most recently I'm seeing lots of Weight Watchers or... WW, as they call it now, um, commercials. I'm seeing Nutrisystem. I'm seeing Jenny Craig. I'm seeing, you know, the Noom app. And uh, there's probably more, but I'm, those are the ones I can just name off the top of my head right now. And I'm sure that's no coincidence. So they know that so many people make New Year's resolutions to lose weight. So they are definitely capitalizing on that and advertising in full force to try and hook as many people into their paid programs as they can. I'd really love to know, you know, how many sign up versus how many actually stick to it throughout the year and, you know, what what their profits are as a result. I'm guessing they just have like gigantic profits uh, at the start of each year and then um, probably dwindles off after that if if you're even allowed to opt out of these programs at some point throughout the year. I don't know. But um, yeah, so I just would really wonder how many people actually sign up and actually stick to it. So I'm guilty of doing it myself many years ago, so I totally get it. Uh, It's a new year. You know, you want to start off fresh. So yeah, I totally understand why people do that and why they get easily hooked into that at the start of the year. And another thing that I've also noticed is that every single store flyer I open has pages and pages of exercise equipment. So again, they know that people are starting the new year off with that goal in mind to lose weight and to get in shape. So right back to the commercials again, I'm of course seeing Peloton and Nordic Track and all of those kinds of things as well. So like commercial after commercial. Again, they understand this. This is the time for them to push their products. So, um, hey, I guess as far as a business plan goes, it's a good plan. But also, like, when it comes to those store flyers, I also see tons of items that are for organizing your home. So lots of shelving units and containers and organizing-type shelving um, units, those types of things. So obviously that's another sign that we can determine that those items fly off the shelves at this time of year um, with people wanting to get their homes organized because it's a new year. So I figured that since we know that those are a couple of the top ones, I mean, without even having to do any research, we can figure that out on our own. Um, I knew that it would definitely be in the top 10 New Year's resolutions for 2022. So that said... 
Let me read to you the actual top 10 resolutions for 2022 that uh, we found on Google. So number one was to exercise more. Not surprised, obviously. Number two was to lose weight, of course. Kind of goes part and part a little bit with the exercise more. But anyhow, the third one is to get organized. Number four was to learn a new skill or hobby. Five is live life to the fullest. Six is to save more money slash spend less money. I mean, that goes hand in hand, obviously. Um, Seven was to quit smoking. Eight was to spend more time with family and friends. Nine was to travel more. And the last one, ten, was to read more. So those top ten are not really that surprising. Um, I think the traveling more for 2022 might not be a good one right now with uh, all the travel restrictions thanks to this like seemingly never-ending pandemic we're stuck in. Um, So that certainly did not make my list. But hey, those people are being very optimistic, I guess. And um, I mean, I suppose travel more could also mean just traveling more in and around where you live, not necessarily traveling outside your country or around the world. So uh, maybe I take that back. Maybe it is an okay one to have on your list if you're just looking at, you know, traveling locally. I mean, I'm sure no matter where you live, there's probably lots of places that you can travel to and uh, enjoy right kind of in your own backyard, as they might say. I figured I would let you know my list. So my list is definitely short and sweet because I didn't want to put too much pressure on myself to achieve this big long list of things that are difficult right now with everything going on and I personally don't like failing so if I make my list small then there's probably more chance that I might succeed. So anyhow here are my um, four, only four, um, New Year's resolutions that I made. So the first New Year's resolution I made was that I was going to start a podcast, which, done, check that box, here we are. I mean, I can't even believe it, to be honest with you, but hey, it is what it is, and uh, the podcast is on, it's going, so I have achieved that. So that's kind of like a little pat on the back for myself. Um, Number two was eat less sugar. Now this one, originally... I had marked down that I was going to eliminate sugar from my diet. But a friend pointed out that that was kind of um, a bit unrealistic and a little tough. So agreed, Um, which is why I settled on eat less sugar. So that became the resolution, which is more likely to happen. But then I started thinking, like, how do I determine that or not? Like, I felt like eliminating sugar would be much easier to track, right? So I never tracked how much sugar I consumed prior, so how will I know if I'm actually consuming less? I obviously didn't think that through enough, and maybe that's why saying eliminate sugar from my diet was what I had originally said. Um, If I cut it out completely, um, I would definitely know that I succeeded, or if I failed, because if I consumed sugar, then obviously that's a fail. Anyhow, Honestly, this one I've already broken. I haven't cut back at all. The house is still full of chocolates and candies from Christmas, so this resolution I think might be better made months after Christmas and not at New Year's, which is immediately following Christmas. 
But I mean, then you can get sucked into the whole Valentine's Day that comes shortly after, and then it's Easter, and like, I, I don't know. The more I talk about this out loud, the more I don't like this resolution. It's just too difficult to control since every single time I go to the grocery store, I am going to be tempted by the chocolates and the candies for whatever particular holiday season it is. So um, I think I'm just going to admit failure on this one and just move on. So I don't know, maybe, maybe later on I'll pick a month out of the year where I will eliminate sugar, but just for the month and uh, see how that goes. And then um, maybe, maybe then I will actually accomplish that because it would be for a much shorter period of time. Like eliminating sugar completely out of my diet for the entire year, unrealistic. Anyhow, that's, that's my thoughts on that one. So my third resolution was to exercise more. And yep, this one was on my list, of course, before I even looked up the top 10. I'm not shocked because, again, it's way up there. So most people do have this one. Um, I think it was number one, actually. So for this one, I would say I have sort of stuck to it. Um, I definitely have been on my treadmill a little more because it's like been so freaking cold here, minus 40 plus Celsius here so obviously I'm not walking outside to get more exercise so I've just been um, walking on my treadmill I'm not running on it or doing anything crazy but just you know getting that little bit of uh, exercise every day as often as I can but um, so now I need to keep up with that uh, this past week hadn't been great because I was suffering severely from my COVID booster shot I have been like down and out and sick 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 with all three of these so anyhow um I'd been so sick that I did not do uh, any exercising over the past few days but that's okay I'm still doing more and hey so I think I'm still winning on that one and it'll get a lot easier as uh, spring and summer roll around and get out more with the dog and things like that so I think I think that one is not a bad one to have my fourth one was to have more patience try and have more patience so with this one I'm just hoping to catch myself before I start to get upset or start to freak out about things that go wrong or things that annoy me um and I think so far I mean I know we're not very far into January it's uh I don't know I think I'm recording this on the 16th of January today 16th or 17th I don't even know what date is 16th yeah just over a couple weeks in so but I actually think I have improved in this area even over the past year, not just since January 1. Now that I'm a lot older, I feel like I know better when things at home or at work get stressful. I'm a little bit better at keeping things real and in check, so I feel kind of good about this one. I mean, I didn't say I need to be patient all the time. I mean, that is unrealistic. Um, I don't think anybody can be patient all of the time. So. Um, I just said to have more patience. So I think that's definitely more attainable. I mean, I'm human. I will likely lose my patience at some point throughout the year, but I do feel like I have improved here. And I do feel like being more calm in those situations has not just helped those around me, <laughs> but I feel like it's actually helped myself. So those were my four. And again, I only did four. So now that I've told you what the top 10 resolutions are for 2022, according to Google, and the few that I have made, I think about New Year's resolutions as a whole, and I do think it's important that you make them. But when you do, make sure they're realistic. 
make sure it's a goal that is achievable. If it's not realistic, not achievable, don't bother. Cross it off the list, come up with something better. You're just setting yourself up for failure, and I don't like to fail, and I'm sure most people don't like to fail. So, I mean, maybe some do, I don't know. But uh, I don't think I know anybody who gets excited about failing. So I'm pretty confident in saying that most people don't like failure. So I think we should also start making resolutions not so much just about, I don't know, like uh, appearance and tangible things necessarily, I guess I could say. Like I'm thinking, why shouldn't our New Year's resolutions be... I don't know, I'm going to relax or chill out more, right? Like, I'm going to maybe remove something in my life, just maybe like one thing that makes me miserable or unhappy. But again, only one thing is what I would do to ensure that you can actually do it. So if I said, I'm going to remove 10 things that bring me down, 10 things I don't like in my life or, or whatever, and you remove two or three of them, you'll still feel like you failed because you said you were going to remove 10. So if you said one and you remove two or three, then it's like, woohoo, not only did you succeed, but you actually surpassed that goal. So doesn't that sound and feel better than, than the alternative of saying, you know, I'm going to remove 10. So again, just kind of keeping it real and realistic and, and more chance there to surpass that goal instead of not meeting it at all. So Another thing I thought of was like, how about a New Year's resolution would be, I'm going to hire someone like a helper or something like that. So like, how about maybe I'm going to hire a cleaner to come in once a week or once every couple weeks. Or, you know, if you owned a business, maybe, hey, this year, my New Year's resolution is going to be to hire a bookkeeper. Um, You know, of course, if you don't have one already. Or maybe hire somebody to take care of your lawn or do your yard work or if you have a pool hire somebody to take care of and maintain your pool like to me those not only sound doable but it's something that you don't need to do yourself necessarily it's something somebody else is going to do for you and make you feel pretty awesome because that stuff is achieved and with somebody else doing that that frees up some of your time so to do other things that you really want to do. I think that that's kind of like a win-win in my mind. So for next year, those are kinds of the things I'm going to focus on um, making my New Year's resolutions. So anyhow, I wanted to know, hey, so what are like the statistics of New Year's resolutions? Like how many people actually make them, keep them, break them, all that kind of stuff? So I did a bit of an internet search and I found out that according to a 2016 study, Of the 41% of Americans who make New Year's resolutions, by the end of the year, only 9% feel they are successful in keeping them. Only 9 out of 41. So I'm actually surprised it's 41% of Americans that make New Year's resolutions. Um, I kind of expected that percentage to be a little bit less, but anyhow, 41, that's good. But 9% only feel they've succeeded. And then in another study, like earlier in 2007... That study showed that 12% of people who set resolutions are successful, even though 52% of those participants were confident that they would succeed in the beginning. So, yeah, so they, everybody's confident, gung-ho, ready to go. Yeah, 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 it's the new year. I'm going to do this. 
And um, yeah, so 52% were confident, but um, yeah, didn't didn't necessarily achieve them. So um, a few other things I found when I was doing my search was the reasons why people fail at their resolutions. So in 2014, the study there said that 35% of participants who failed their New Year's resolutions when looking back, said they had unrealistic goals. So that goes right back to what I had said at the start, was that they need to be realistic. They need to be achievable, or else, I mean, really, don't bother. So also with that study, they said 3% of participants who failed, uh, they failed because they didn't even track their progress. So, I mean, it's kind of, to me, like, basically just throwing your hands in the air and giving up, throwing it to the wind, but... Also, 23% of them forgot they even made resolutions. So that's a good one because, I don't know, maybe maybe it was New Year's Eve and they'd had a few too many drinks and uh, made all these resolutions and then didn't even realize they did it. So, of course, they're going to fail. They don't even know that they made them. And it also said that about 1 in 10 people who failed said that they made too many resolutions. So I was really happy to see that one as well because that was another thing that I had decided on prior to doing any of this research was just to have three or four resolutions and not a whole pile of them. So don't make too many, just make a few. So all of that said, I wanted to kind of touch base on should you even bother making them since according to those statistics I just read, most people don't even achieve them. So my thoughts, my two cents on this is, yes, absolutely, do it. Even if you've already broken some of them, like I have, or all of them already, still do it. Because even even further into that, like, don't let New Year's be the only time you set goals for yourself. I mean, you can do this anytime throughout the year. Who's saying it has to be at New Year's? Like, there's nothing wrong with deciding that the resolutions you made at New Year's should just be tossed aside. Just delete them or revise them or reset them throughout the year. Goals are really actually important to achieve anything you want. So set the goals. Do it. Create goals regularly, as a matter of fact. Like, stop even. Restart them if you need to. Um, And don't put too much pressure on yourself. Like, the last thing you want to do is stress yourself out over this. So just make them and break them. And then, I don't know, just make them again or make new ones. Like, just as my kid has said, like, you do you (laughs) and just keep it real, like make it simple. And again, if they are realistic and they are achievable and they're not drastic, then absolutely do it. Like, you'll be more apt to succeed. And then like, always, always remember that goal setting doesn't have to be perfect. I learned the lesson on being perfect from my son many years ago. We were working on some schoolwork when he was really young and he turned to me and he said, I was making him change a few things in his schoolwork, and he says, you know, Mom, it doesn't have to be perfect. Everything doesn't have to be perfect. And I will never forget that because I stopped and I looked at him kind of shocked, but thought about it for a second and said, like, you know what? You're right. Like, it doesn't have to be perfect. So I backed off. I let him do his thing. And Like it took that little munchkin to say something so innocently to me and just so honestly to bring me into reality and realize that, you know what, he's right. So I feel like I became more self-aware of that issue and slowly began changing it. So like what a smart little bugger. He totally 
did something that changed my way of thinking. So totally amazing. Anyhow, back to the resolutions. Um, One thing that I also think will help is write them down. So remember to write them down because science says that you are definitely more inclined to achieve them if you actually write it down or document it. So science, I'm I'm all about science. I, I believe in science. So I'm going to say that if you write them down, do it, you're more inclined to achieve them. So I believe the science. And also like a fresh start is never a bad thing. So when you're reflecting back on the past year, not a bad thing, and then you make these resolutions, you know, it's really a self-improvement type thing, self-help type thing, even possibly contributing to mental wellness. So like, how could that be bad? But again, if you're serious about resolutions, make sure they're achievable. Otherwise, that's not helping your, your mental health state if, if you're stressing yourself out over it. Also, if you're serious about resolutions and you want to know more or maybe looking for some help with them, um, there's a couple of books that I found on the topic that you might find helpful. So I will include the link to them in the show notes or the podcast description area. I don't know what the correct term is, but anyhow, you'll find them there. So check them out. They are on Amazon. So not only will you like you can actually buy the book, or I believe they may have like an ebook version if you prefer that than an actual paperback book in your hand. So anyhow, so you have options. I think that's pretty much all I wanted to say. I am, uh, I'm really grateful for you listening and I, uh, I hope you, that you will join me next time. Um, and I think next time I'm going to talk about some personal experience I have dealing with insomnia. So I think the topic will be insomnia. Lots of the lots of what I have learned along the way and, you know, talking a little bit and providing you with some of my thoughts on um, the things that have helped me and what didn't work at all, like things that didn't help me. So, yeah, so tune in then. And uh, that's my two cents on New Year's resolutions. So bye.